GM, GM, friends and DJs, welcome to JPEGs, your one-stop show for the world of non-fungible tokens. My name is Mike DeBazzo and I'm hyped that you're here. In this episode, we are joined by Danny Hughes from the House of Frizz. He was definitely the main person I remember connecting with early on about blockchain gaming, especially with Axie Infinity. And also, he was the marketer behind BYO Pills. Danny is a notable collector and community builder in the Web3 space. So today's guest is Danny. As you may know, Danny is a creator, collector, and just overall one of the most positive people in this space. Danny, how are you today, man? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on. I'm really excited to talk and share my wisdom. Awesome. And it's plenty of wisdom as someone that I've watched in the space go up to like a crypto punk to building their own thing. And oh my gosh, it's amazing. So my first question for you, sir, is when did you first get into NFTs? All right. The origin story. So I started on uh, December of 2020. I was investing in Bitcoin and Ethereum, but I didn't really like, I don't know. I wasn't that deep into crypto and I was deep into gaming and I'm like a big gamer and I stumbled upon Axie Infinity and the concept of play to earn really just like instantly like it made sense to me. And then the concept of NFTs and you have to own the NFT to play the game, to earn the money. It all like immediately clicked for me as a longtime gamer. I was like, Ooh, digital assets that like you can own and buy and sell like that's fire. And so I got into Axie and then I, you know, was interested. I was like, well, what else is out there? I found a couple things. The big one was Top Shot, which was pretty crucial to my come up because mm-hmm. I started doing the Top Shot Cave with Benjamin and our buddy Kenny Gabara. And that was a big thing at the time. Like that was the biggest gathering of people to talk about Top Shot actively. And it was on Clubhouse and we would have like 100 to 200 people every time we would host a space, a Clubhouse room. And mm-hmm. dude, it was a good time, but that was like the start of the rise. And so like I was able to capitalize off of Top Shot. Like I was fortunate enough to be in at the point where I was buying like Series 1 Carmelo Anthony's and Ooh. like Kemba Walker's for $1 a piece. Like, you know, I was really fortunate to find it earlier and it was so messed up because I was telling all my friends, I was like, guys, guys. Yeah. Buy at least one of these LeBron moments for $70 and just see where we're at a year from now. And like yeah. I dug up that, like I actually tweeted that out. And it, that tweet had one like on it. And oh I, my uh, God. Brought it out recently <laughs> and quoted it. And I was like, I tried to tell you guys because right now the floor is like 900 or something. But earlier this year, the floor was upwards of like 3,000 for one of those moments. So, like, oh, is that a I series one? That, yeah, Series 1 LeBron, like any of those Series 1 LeBron moments, the floor for any one of them is 900 But as you go up, obviously, the more rare ones, yeah, more yeah. expensive. So, yeah, so that's pretty much how it started. And then obviously, you know, so, it trickled into other things. So for the listeners that don't know, what is Axie Infinity? Oh, Axie Infinity is really awesome. It's a... Oh, I don't even, how do I describe it? It, (laughs) It's it's, a card base. Yeah, it's a card game, kind of. Like, it is a card-based game, but it's, I think that confuses more people when you put it that way, though. No, not you specifically, but when anyone, because it is card-based, but, like, one of the best comparisons people make is Pokemon, which Mm -hmm. is kind of right. It's like if you had a triple battle in Pokemon, 
versus someone else and then you add a card-based component to it like it's kind of odd the thing about it it's a huge deal you know yeah. there's by far the biggest game I, uh biggest play to earn game in the entire space oh, for uh, sure, like for by sure. none like there's yeah it's by far so i, I love uh, that it, we it's, use it's I love that we use Pokemon as the go-to, but like we kind of hold Pokemon to like a special standard that we're like, ah, oh, I'm gonna have to compare it to Pokemon, but it's not, you know, like that's just how I feel yeah, with like with well, yeah, that's why and that's why it's interesting because the cool cats are actively like, yeah, we're gonna make our game Pokemon-ish. And mm. uh, that gives me a lot of hope and a lot of hype. I don't know where I was listening to this, but I think Tom said there's like 28 people on the team, or maybe it was Tom. I think Tom said it on the NFT Catcher podcast. Shout mm-hmm. out to the NFT Catcher podcast. But yeah, Extreme Tom, the lead dev on the team, uh, he might. I think he said that there's like 26 or 28 people on the Cool Cats team. And that's wow. fire. That's yeah. really awesome. Like That is pretty extensive at that point to imagine what they've been working on. And we are so close. I don't know when you plan on releasing this podcast, but... You know, the 28th is coming up. You know, January 28th is going to be a huge day. It's going to be so crazy when we all get our cool pet eggs and we start interacting with the ecosystem to start raising them. Like, it's really going to be insane. Like, I don't think people are ready. Oh, yeah. A lot of people have, like, said price is 0.5. Like, that's not cool. Like, I think that's... I mean, obviously it is expensive, but hey, mm-hmm. ETH is going down for one. But for two, it's like, it's going to be so immediate how fire the utility is and how above and beyond it is over anything else in the space. Yep. Like, I don't think people really realize that Cool Cats are dropping a game right now. Like on yeah. the 28th, <laughs> like it's an interactive ecosystem where you have to play around and grind to get where you're going with it but they've had beta testers for at least a month at this point so oh wow they know what they're doing like i love the cats personally so yeah, uh, that's yeah you had a lot in the beginning them. yeah um, they so were for, part of my come up for sure yeah for, for those that don't know cool cats is another pfp collection released in 2021 and just clon and like his team and just what they're building is amazing Hopefully I can get them on the podcast. I remember early on doing my research for them and like the floor was 0.06 to 0.08. And I forgot to mint. I forgot to buy one off secondary. And you know how this space goes. Oh, like yeah, distracted. Yeah. And I think I was even in your DMs trying to be like, hey, like, let me trade an ape for yeah, let, let me ask <laughs> that you was a like question. way before yeah yeah let me ask you a question did you mint bulls on the block no i did not oh okay because it was the same day mm. and so it's interesting because i don't know where that project's at right now but yeah obviously you know the cool cats are where they're at so not to compare the two like every project's different every project has their you know thing going on but yeah dude cool cats that was a time that was right in the heat of the uh, nft summer like that That was (laughs) nft summer 2021 jeez so your first mint was would you say that was axie or would you say that was top shot so top shot technically is my first mint okay the thing about top shot is that like yeah they're nfts but it's like Mm. 
I don't know. It's so closed off because it's on, like, it's literally it's on just, flow. I go to Top Shot. Yeah, it's, I've always kind of referred to them as NFT light. Yay. Uh, <laughs> Centralized so, NFT. If we're talking about the first project where it was like, this project is minting, let me get one. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, oh, you know, it was probably Zed. Oh, okay, okay. It's probably, I mean, well, I don't know. It depends on what we're talking here because I did the very first NFT I got on Nifty Gateway was on January 20th of last year. So my birthday last year, I got the Bill Ellis drop. These really fire busts. And so I was a huge fan of those. And that was one of my like first flips. Like I bought it for, I think, 250. I was like, it's my birthday. I believe mm-hmm. in these NFT things and like this looks cool. You know, it was early on in my collecting and I was able to sell that, I think, for like, I think I'm, yeah, I'm more than five extra. I think I sold for like 1200 ish, maybe. Mm. And so that was like a huge deal to me. I was like, damn, like I didn't sell it for a while. But the point is, like, yeah, I think that was the first time where I, but I don't, does that even count as a mint? as much though because nifty gateway is a little different especially centralized as well yeah exactly so like if we really go for it it might be satoshi faces like if we really look in the history when did satoshi faces drop are you familiar familiar with that project i can't even remember maybe voxies all right now that i got my internet back up and working now you're like so curious okay (laughs) i love it yeah i can go to my open sea and go from the oldest let's see what's the first thing i meant to it looks like yeah it's gonna be a uh zed run horse okay wow yeah you said january's yeah so like i don't know i minted my danny ukes.eth before that oh i minted my first nft before that so so that's what i'm saying like what does first mint mean i would consider (laughs) it even if it's light nft centralized like that's why I was thinking yours was going to be Axie because that's what you mentioned that that was the one that got you into NFTs. So I'm thinking like, okay, you maybe know, you, did you play it? You know, I did play Axie and I did have Axie, but I didn't mint them. I bought them. Mm, okay. Know, like, yeah. Yeah. It was market, and that's the other thing to consider. So if you really look at it, that's true. And I think, you know, this is, here's the real fun kicker between me finding or like getting into top shot and me discovering axie there was a time where i was really into this small weed farming simulator game called flower patch Mm. and if you really look at it i think that's the first one where i bought an nft off a marketplace it wasn't randomized but you could also breed them so i did breed them and randomly generate one for myself and that's also i think that's the one that qualifies as the first mint like that's the first time i minted something that well that's generative so like again i don't know like i'm talking (laughs) about this question all sorts of ways yeah uh, yeah yeah yeah, no no worries blockchain could tell we could go all the way back and look at my ether scan but i'm not i'm gonna spare everyone yeah no worries no worries so with that being said, who are like some of your like favorite artists? Because you said you've minted on or you've bought minted on OpenSea. I'm sorry, not OpenSea, Nifty Gateway. Were there any particular artists that you were like, oh, wow, like I love their work or collectors even 
that was in the space that you were like, oh, I like how this person is with flipping, collecting and all that? Yeah. So early on, it was pretty interesting because I wasn't as big. Right. And so Mm -hmm. like I was trying to find my own way. And it was interesting because like I understand how Discord worked. So like I was in the Top Shot Discord and the Axie Discord and like just hanging out and everything. And so I would see kind of like the big names like MBL267 was a big one at at the time in Top Shot. Pranksy, obviously. Mm -hmm. Carlini. Just like, yeah, just like these kind of big names that everyone kind of knows, you know, Mm -hmm. like those are the big ones. But it was interesting because, you know, obviously we were so early that it was like, there's the top dogs, but it's like, all right, well, you just have a lot of money. But like, this is like an equal playing field right now. Like if I get something that you want, you have to pay up. Right. And so like, that's where it was like, very interesting, because I was you know, I'm social. I'm like, I was very talkative and like trying to not necessarily make friends, but I mean, I do love making friends and I consider everyone my friend, but like, I, it was more coming from a place of like, I'm just trying to find my spot here and we're mm-hmm. all equal. And so like, you're pranksy. That's cool. I'm Danny Ukes. Don't forget it. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Sure, <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure back in December, 2020, he uh, may have read that comment and been like, all right, whatever. And, you know, it's fun because, like, I don't know if other, like, actual whales, I don't consider myself a real whale. Like, there's, yeah, like, there's no way I'm a whale because there's people that come into the space and they just start playing around with more money than I've, you know, conjured up this whole time that I've been flipping around. But what I do have, fortunately for me, is just the presence and I've been around and I've been there. And so, like, you ask me how who I respect and like who I looked up to. It's the ones that are really the OGs. Like mm-hmm. you look at like you know Alan Alan Hanna. He has a purple yep. hat punk with the yeah the yeah yeah. I, I like, know I know Alan. I've I've seen him. I know of him. You know. Yeah no that's uh that's just no, one of them. He's I don't, super- I don't know why I said Alan Hanna. I just looked it up. That's not his. I don't think that's the last name. It OX. just came out of nowhere. But Alan yeah it's OX yeah. Alan. Yeah. That was out of me, but. Anyway, Alan's one of them. Like you, uh, it's crazy because like early on, you know, Beanie, you know, mm. Archick, like those, yeah. those, that's what I'm saying. Like there were big names that you were just like, okay, like you guys are the big dogs. And like, now yeah. it's like when people tag like, oh, like, you know, at Beanie, at Pranksy, at Dan Verno, yo, check this out. It's like, all right, you guys are putting me in a bra- like that's how yeah. people are perceiving Danny Ukes and Dan Verno maybe a little different than not that I'm it's a different perception of who I am because I think you all get a get good glimpse of who I actually am because mm-hmm. I just am who I am like I don't try to really change or and I've been really like especially good about that lately I feel like like I can really just like be who I am at all times and not have to worry about it like especially like it's crazy the difference when I went from, sorry for rambling, but... No, no, you're, you're good, man. I'm so curious about the story. That's why I'm <laughs> just like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, man. The difference from when I went to New York and then the time I went to Miami for NFT NYC and then for Art Basel, like two totally different vibes. Because when I went mm. to New York, it was the first time I ever traveled by myself 
and stayed by myself for a prolonged amount of time. So I was like pretty stressed about that. Like, I don't know, like I'm 25 (laughs) years old now. I was 24 at the time. And it was like kind of a big, important thing that I had to do, but I was like anxious about it. And then I had a wonderful blast of a time, obviously. And I actually like really like enjoyed that kind of solidarity and just being independent and being able to do that. And then when I went to Miami, it was the same thing. It was like, all right, like I'm just, this is a vibe, like traveling and like being able to experience this, like, and I've traveled like obviously with, you know, my partner and everything and we had fun. Like we went to California last year for uh, a week and a half and that was so much fun. Oh Uh, man. Yeah, I know. I remember that. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Yeah, that was fun. That was a good time, but it's a little different when you go solo, you know, it's just like, you know, you just get into, and it was also NFT stuff. So, you know, it was just like, I was doing whatever, but yeah. So it's really cool to answer the question. Hopefully I think this answers it. Like no, that, the that people was... that I did look up to, like there's so many of them. And like, if you look at artists, like early on, it was like some of those nifty gateway artists, but I really started to find the artists that I liked later on. Like Danny Cole is someone I've known for a a while. We personally became good friends in 2021, but like I knew of him since like 2019. Oh, and so like, yeah, no. So like we came into each other's lives and it was like, you know, it's been super special ever since. And like, I would call him a dear friend. Like that dude is really, really something special. And I love his art. So like, I loved his art before NFTs, like I said, and then, you know, Klan as an artist, like, and as mm-hmm. a person, like, just so awesome from Cool Cats. The biggest one for me personally, definitely Ghosts, Gong Yang. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's just a different level of love and loyalty. Like, it's upsetting because I only have one ghost left, but that ghost is like everything. Like, I value that more than my punk. I value that <laughs> more than my Cool Cats. Like, that's my ghost is the one. So. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he definitely just has like that super positive like spirit and like, I don't know, like something about it is just so special. Yeah, for sure. So again, like I finally rounded around back to the question, but yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry for rambling. No, dude, that's definitely what like I and the listeners want to hear is like your real take on it and everything. So what would you say your biggest lesson learned so far in this space i think it has to be that you just gotta go with it oh you know what it really is don't try to force things and Mm -hmm. i am so guilty of this like i'm definitely guilty of like what do you mean by that uh, don't go looking for the next project don't go looking for the next 5x the next 10x don't go looking for Mm. you know you don't just let it come to you yeah people ask well how do you let it come to you it's just just wait until it it tumbles across your screen and you're like wow this is this seems special yeah you know because when you go looking for it maybe you'll find it and like i just feel like it's so much harder now and we just all have to be so much more kind of conscientious yep conscience conscious <laughs> i don't know we just have to be more aware about it you know what i mean oh yeah like, for sure yeah, we just really have to, uh, I don't know, because the space, like, it's really, like, it's so different from where it was six months ago. Oh, my and gosh. And it's just like, yeah, the game is totally different. 
It's so different because of all the whitelists. And then if you think about just the amount of noise coming in. That's totally the issue. That but then you- the other half of the issue is like projects like Hape. And the Azuki beans, like Mm -hmm. no shade to collectors or the project themselves, but it's like one, they both like, I've known about hate for a while, but (laughs) the entire time I've known about it, it's always had like 200,000 people in the discord. And that's just like immediately just a dub. Like that's clipped for me. Like I'm not going to buy it primary. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to buy it secondary because it's going to be six ETH, which, you know, look at it. It is. And it's like, it's weird how projects kind of do that. You know, it's a really interesting project I saw that came out that has a high floor that I wasn't expecting and a very even distribution. Which one? Is the Ozzy Osbourne bats. Oh. They have 7,000 unique holders of 10,000 wow. bats. Yeah. Okay. And the floor is 1.7. Here's my thing with that one is like their promo was amazing. It was hilarious with the video that they did and that was the beginning of the year and i was just like i don't know what this is but i'm gonna support it because the marketing was just right for me personally like it caught my attention and their way of including other communities i'm not sure if you follow them i mean well like which ones the ozzy osborne one the promo video that they did yeah i didn't even see it Oh my God, it's hilarious. Yeah, I'll have to watch it. I definitely, yeah, yeah, well, I was like, oh, I should just play it right now. But then I realized I don't want to get copyright <laughs> strike. Yeah, if this was a video chat, I would definitely play it just to get your reaction on it. So what would you say is your best mint? Uh, I think I have to go with my Cool Cat Exotic 2. So the yellow background, level 10. It's like a mummy with a Dragon Ball Z laser or uh, like eye scanner thing. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yep. And then the, uh, these, like, he has like, it's the white epaulette. I don't know how to say it. It's like those, uh, the... like Beatles costumes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That one's yeah. a pretty rad one. Yeah. I think just because it's like technically like the most rare and the most, yeah, like I just love the cat so much and that's such a clown piece to the collection. Like if anyone minted that, they'd be like, yo, this is sick. And I think the floor right now is like upwards of 50 ETH, which is fire. Oh, uh, nice. Again, you know, can't be, can't be song for 50 ETH. Yeah, for sure. Man, I just think about how I missed out on Cool Cats and then I just was like, oh, I'm going to get the ape one. And like the right one wasn't coming up that I was all like, no, I refuse to get any floor ones. A specific one when in reality i should have just been like you know what let me just get the floor for now so i have some exposure but man that's definitely my miss so what is your like one year prediction for nfts this one it's really really interesting i think a year from now i really don't know it's i don't know Mm -hmm. where we're gonna be like, I'm not saying things are going to be down or like, we're not going to be here. It's not going to be like that because like things are so obviously moving in this direction. And like, I don't know, like things are constantly coming out. I think it's the year of Play-Doh. Really. Like it's going to start with the cats. Like Axie Infinity just started doing a burning mechanism, which mm-hmm. is long awaited and a big deal. And they have a lot of stuff coming up. 
there's all sorts of teams and projects that are building different gaming and you know we see a lot of tokens that come out and mm -hmm. you never know you never really know okay. how would you enter the nft space now if you didn't have the not like you could pass down the knowledge to a new entrant I, to the space you know, straight up like ethereum is such a high stakes game i feel mm -hmm. like if you want to play around with ethereum you got to be ready to play with 500 dollars and just be okay with either not having it or having it or whatever like i feel like that's obviously you can play with less but after gas fees and like everything else it's just like about 500 dollars will do you good and even like with the price of ethereum right now it's like I don't know, $500, it's kind of a lot. So maybe it's even lower than that. But the point I'm trying to make is if you have $30, if you have $50, if you have $100 and you want to play around with NFTs, buy some Tezos. Like really, mm. I think, uh, you know, mess around with Tezos and play with that ecosystem because it's so fun. There's a lot of good art on Tezos, good artists, a lively ecosystem, you know, drops and buyers and sellers. and it's a lot of fun over there and it's really cheap. You know, you can buy one Tezo or one XTZ for $5. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's a little more or a little less, but that's generally the price of Tezos. And yeah, you can just like, if you have $30, just like buy five Tezos, you yeah. know? And the thing that's whack about it is that it comes back to like, how do you get the Tezos into your account? I think there's, you know, actually, never mind, because I'm pretty sure there's, like websites where you can just directly send like DAI to the website and it'll send the Tezos back to your account. So okay. I don't know. Like every, <laughs> everything has gas fees. That's the point I'm trying to yeah. make. Like everything always has an extra 10, 15, 20, $30 attached to it because that's the game we're playing. But you yeah. know what? Maybe that's the prediction. And there's going to be a chain like Solana that really just does come out and dominate everything and take over Ethereum. And Ethereum will always have its place, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean that it won't be overtaken at some point. But I don't know. You got to be realistic about these things. Like Ethereum is not the end-all be-all, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. How about any of the Layer 2? For those that don't know, Layer 2 is just another part of Ethereum so that it could scale better. So that's just yeah. some quick info. For the listeners, yeah, have you interacted with any L2 layer two? Totally, I'm a huge fan of Polygon. Mm -hmm. So Polygon's just a classic. You know, you really can't go wrong with Polygon. Uh, let's see, Immutable X. I haven't interacted with too much, but I do hold a little bit of IMX. Uh, let's see. I mean, I don't know. Like, I would definitely say Polygon is the one that kind of leads the charge uh, okay. there are other layer two solutions for i mean like what do you think uh you know can you name a couple that you're into but, so there's uh, there's optimism uh, and um arbitrum i've interacted with more yeah, layer twos really. this whole year than like more layer ones and that's just because i'm all like all right like let me go see who else is building where you know mm -hmm. so yeah i had a question though so, you know, you being in the NFT space, you being a collector, now you're also a builder. Do you mind telling us a little bit about your project or projects? For those yeah, that's curious, so yeah. 
I think most notably is the platform that I'm building out with my team called House of First. Mm-hmm. And House of First is a curation platform focused on bringing in established artists from the real world and helping them do their Genesis NFT drop with us in a way that is pretty much just like comfortable for them. We just give them a community that's excited for them to be there and itching to buy their work. We put emphasis on like, you know, like helping them with like, here's how MetaMask works. Like, Mm -hmm. here's how Discord and like, you know, you got to be active on Twitter and just go on there and say GM and people will be excited. (laughs) Like that's, you know, but like in all reality, like something we're rolling out with it, House of First is House University. So House U and it's, we're going to build out this mentorship program where dedicated members of our Discord can, because for one, people love helping one another. And there's a lot of people in our Discord that for some reason, like, I don't know what it is, but they're just like, especially helpful. Like everyone like seems to know all the answers and like, so it's a mentorship program where people that are new as collectors can come in and be like, hey, like I have questions. Like, does anyone have time for a 15, 20 minute call? And there's people ready to be like, yeah, like I've been in the space for, you know, a year. I know the ups and downs. I've been burned. I've been through it all, but it's, uh, yeah, I can share my knowledge. And Love so it. we think that's really important to what we're doing. And so, yeah, House of First is really cool. Our first drop was called The Everyone's. It was really successful, a project of 2,500 pieces. Yeah, that's if anyone's listening, listen, that this is the alpha. If you're buying random whatever for however much you're buying, that's cool and all, but the everyone's at the price they're at. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about price that much, but like yeah, yeah, this, no, God. I don't know, like this the everyone's are a good thing to own. Let's put it mm-hmm. that way. Because if you think about what we're doing with the house of first, it's a curated platform of Genesis collections. So Ian Murray's The Everyone's, that's his first NFT collection. What's mm. he going to do a year from now, two years from now, five years from now? You know, what? like, that matters. This is his first on-chain project, you know? So our next artist, her name is Rachel Winter, and we're doing The Re- Remarkable Women Project. And that's going to be so awesome. We already have announced so many of our ambassadors just really meaningful and powerful women in the space that are creators and collectors and you know drivers that really should be celebrated and talked about and given a platform so that's really exciting and starting this coming wednesday which i believe is oh i'm doing mental math right now i think (laughs) the 25th 26th i don't know the upcoming wednesday in the mid-20s of january is going to be the Remarkable Woman Wednesday, which also falls on every Wednesday because every Wednesday is every Wednesday, which is some of my most clever wordplay today. So it all comes back to House of First stuff. You know, that's uh, we have a good time in the Discord. We have competitions, giveaways, sort of like these different quote unquote camp activities where it's you know, we just, we find ways to entertain everyone. And we have a really cool base community of people that are in there every day hanging out. And that's what's really special to us. Oh, man. I so, love it. yeah, dude. Yeah, it's really cool. And what really excites us is the potential for a year from now when we have, say, 12 projects under our belt and 
you know, the artists are on and doing whatever they're doing and we have brought them here. You know, we gave them the first level of exposure to have a chance to do something really cool. Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, wow. That's definitely one to keep a, an eye on with House of Furs for those that's listening. But yeah. Next thing is, is there anything else you would like to share to the listeners? I think the best thing is just to really just always just look out for yourself, look out for your friends, do your best, you know, buy a ledger or a tracer, whatever your preference is, like have your assets locked up and I don't know, just treat people kindly. I mean, I don't know. There's some people that obviously we see that treat others unkindly and it's not necessarily eye for eye out here, but on the internet, it's a little different. And sometimes we yell at one another, but uh, generally speaking, you know, when people aren't being jerks, everyone keeps it cool and have civil discourse. So, you know, that's valid, but yeah. what I'm trying to make is just from a Dallas perspective, just go with the flow, you know, <laughs> uh, going back to what my advice was earlier, you know, don't go seeking things out because you might not you know what's the idiom something about you might just get it yeah like careful what you wish because you might just yep. get it right yeah, yeah you so want like, you wanted to uh, come organically to let the magic yeah, happen exactly like ghosts came to me organically cool cats came to me organically uh board apes came to me organically nice you know like the, my biggest plays i wasn't seeking they just kind of tumbled across my screen and i was like oh this seems cool and, you know, the thing about it is that I've had countless of those moments where it's like, ooh, this seems cool. Mm -hmm. And it was cool, but it wasn't that cool. And it ended up going to zero or it's like not, you know, really worth it to me anymore. So yeah. that's the thing where it's also, you know, it's as much as it is an emotional game, it's also a speculative game. Like if For you're sure. looking at a project and it's like, oh, this is so cool. Like, I'm a big fan of this. And then you go to the Discord and it has like 120 people in there. It's like, okay, well, you can stay in the Discord and support, but it's like, I don't know. That's, don't expect it to be a home run necessarily. And yeah. it's like, oh, our 10,000 generative drop is tomorrow. It's like, we're going to sell 40 units maybe. You know, like, yeah. it's, you know, you, you have to put your eggs in the basket. And like, that was something. Early on, I was just kind of minting willy-nilly, and I still kind of mint willy-nilly, and I go and buy, you know, whatever. But I think it'll work out, for one, at the end of the day. And for two, it's it is what it is, you know? Yeah, like, sure. we all just go... You, everyone just has to remember, is like, don't get too high, don't get too low, you know? And there's going to be really exciting moments, and there's going to be really fucking shitty moments, you know? Yeah. And, like, so... And that goes back to, you know, get a hardware wallet. You don't want to lose all your shit. Yes, security is uh, important. And, even, and beyond, like, even that isn't enough sometimes. Like, you have to, you know, where do you keep your seed phrase for that wallet? Like, mm -hmm. that's, uh, it's kind of yeah. stressful. No, I'm not going to lie. It's stressful. But no. it's fun out here. I don't want to stress anyone out. I want you all to have fun. And remember that, really, I think the best way to go with this is to treat it as a hobby. Yes. I know I have a full-time job within this industry. But if you don't have a full-time job, well, if you do have a full-time job, but not in NFTs and you're just a collector, but you're having fun with it, keep having fun with it. I always said early yeah. on, like, as soon as I'm not having fun with this anymore, like, I don't want to do it because <laughs> like, as soon as I, I, it's not fun anymore and it's like, fuck, I'm losing a lot of money and blah, blah, blah. 
And that's kind of what happened with Top Shot. But like, I'm looking at the Top Shot page right now, and I still have 311 moments. Like, wow. even when it stops being fun, it's still like, all right, like we stick with this. Like, we have to grind this out, and we have to have faith and believe in our investments and have conviction and blah blah blah, all that good stuff. But you never know. Who knows? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you really don't know. What if they update Ethereum and it's just like, oh, all the NFTs are gone? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, that's a joke. Like, okay, can the devs do one, something? I'm, yeah, literally. <laughs> what if the devs just turn Ethereum off? Did anyone ever yeah. think of that? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, thank you so much for your time. And I appreciate this interview. Just you sharing such a wealth of knowledge and for others to look up to. And as they enter this space to be like, okay, like, I know I'm much more equipped with the knowledge I got from you and everything, you know? I really hope people think that because I feel like people are going to walk away from this like, oh my God, that guy. <laughs> They're like, all right, unsubscribe. I'm done. Oh, I'm out. <laughs> I'm just playing. I don't know, dude. It's it, no it's way. been a long week. It's Friday afternoon. You know the vibes. Oh, yeah. It's my birthday yesterday. So if sure, anyone, like, sure. this is my first. What's the, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, I can't remember. I can't say anything right now. No. If this is my first introduction to anyone, sorry, I'll do better next time. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's a joke. I, this was a fun conversation. Thank you again for having me on. And I'll come on again whenever. Like, I love stuff like this. And thanks for giving me a platform to talk about House of First. The Remarkable Women drop is going to come up. Uh, we're hoping for February 1st. We might even do it a little sooner. Uh, but that, yeah, that's in like the next 10 days. So be on the lookout for that. Houseoffirst.com. Give it a look. It's a really good website. Really nice uh, layout. Awesome. Well, Daddy, you have a great rest of your day and I'll catch you later. Thanks, brother. <laughs>